In order to retire successfully, you'll need vision. You'll also need a plan to execute that vision. Welcome to Retirement Pathfinder with Barbara Lane and Phil Gusky. On today's show, we'll give you the tools you need to navigate unique challenges you'll face in retirement. It's time to chart your financial future. Retirement Pathfinder starts now. Thanks for joining us for another edition of the Retirement Pathfinder. I'm Walter Storholt alongside the great team at Pathfinder Wealth Management, serving you in the Rockford area. And joining us this week is Phil Gusky, Retirement Income Planning Specialist at Pathfinder. And don't forget, you can find us online at pathfinderwealth.com. Phil, hope you're doing well this week. Great to have you for the first time on the Retirement Pathfinder podcast. We've, we've booted Barbara out of the way for the next two weeks. <laughs> Thank you, Walter. It's great to be with you today. Yeah, looking forward to our conversation today, Phil. And uh, this edition of the podcast is a special one. It's what we like to call story time. And it's nice because it's a bit open-ended where we get to just allow Phil to tell us a good story about something that happened in the financial planning practice, how they were able to help somebody solve maybe a particular problem that they were running into, and uh, what the solutions look like to help this person kind of get back on the right track. So what's this week's story about, Phil? Well, Walter, one of the things I want to talk about is what really influenced me early in my my career uh, as a very young man. And uh, so I just wanted to share uh, somebody who influenced me very greatly. One of the lessons I learned early in life, Walter, was uh, that if you want to be successful, you you need to find somebody who is already successful in what you want to do and follow their example, and if possible, even become their protege. So early in my life, I uh, recognized that uh, when I retired, that Social Security and the pension would not be enough to allow me to do the things that I wanted to do later in life in my, my retirement years. I saw my parents and how they struggled, and I said, you know, I've got to do something else. I've got to save money on my own. So in my desire to become a successful investor, I sought a, a very experienced individual, and I was in the Army at that time, and I sought out another Army officer by the name of Major Carter, who agreed to share his knowledge with me. I was very fortunate to run into this individual. He had a vast experience in investments, and he was willing to take me under his wing, and uh, I was very fortunate. One of the things that uh, Major Carter told me was, you know, Phil, he said, the first thing you have to understand is to become a successful investor, you don't have to know everything there is to know about investing, but just a few of those right things. Mm. So it was kind of like Vince Lombardi coming to his team every year and and saying, gentlemen, this is a football. I need to learn the basics about investing. So Walter, what I want to do is share with our listeners just three of those right things that put me on the track leading to financial independence. So the first thing that Major Carter told me was that I have to pay myself first. And most people end up paying the mortgage first, paying for their groceries, their insurance, their utilities, taxes, their cell phone. And then if there's anything left over at the end of the month, they get to save it. Well, my mentor told me a portion of every dollar that you earn is yours to keep. And you have to take that portion up front. I thought that was very good wisdom. But in those days, there were no such things as IRAs or 401ks, but the Army did have a system whereby I could do what's called a payroll deduction, where they would take a portion of my income out of my pay or a portion of that particular money and set it aside, send it to a bank. I could pay for savings bonds or other investments. And so at that time, I was only earning about $500 a month as a newly minted lieutenant. And so I decided that I wanted to set aside 10%, that's 50 bucks. And I had that deducted from my paycheck and invested, and it was difficult to do. But the thing I learned to do was to live on what was left. And of course, over the years, 
as I put that money away, the 10% increased as my pay increased. And when I got out of the military, I continued with my pay myself first philosophy and, and went into such things as IRAs and 401ks. The other thing my mentor helped me to do was to set goals. And one was to accumulate $100,000. That was my first goal was to set aside enough money for $100,000. Now, it doesn't sound like very much today, but it was a lot of money back in those days. And as the years went by, it didn't become any easier because I started raising a family, paying goals, the mortgage and so forth. And it was a struggle over the years to continue to pay myself first. But I finally reached that goal 20 years down the path. So that was very important. He helped me to set and reach my goal. The second thing that Major Carter uh, shared with me that was very important was understanding the concept of compound interest. And he told me that Albert Einstein called compound interest the eighth wonder of the world. And he who understands it earns it, but he who does not pays it. Mm. I asked him to explain what that was. And he says, well, you know, Phil, you, you can't really understand it. In fact, Albert Einstein didn't really understand how it worked, but he saw the effects of it. He called it the most powerful force in the universe. And I learned a very simple way to understand the effects of, of compound interest by using something called the rule of 72. The rule says that in order to find how, how long it will take to double your money, you just have to divide an interest rate into a factor of 72. So as an example, if you earn 3% interest, you divide that by 72 and it will take you 24 years to double your money. 6% doubles in 12 years, 12% doubles in six years and so on and so forth. So that being the case, Major Carter said I needed to earn the highest rate possible with the least amount of security or least amount of danger or to do it with a greater amount of prudence, I guess would be the best way to say it. Einstein also said that compound interest can work against you as well as for you. As an example, inflation. And we didn't know much about inflation in those days, but of course we've always had it. We're aware of it now, it's the cost of goods and services going up. But if you have a 4% inflation rate, your money is worth one half of what it was 18 years earlier. And so as Yogi Berra once said, a nickel ain't worth a dime anymore. That's a very good example of how inflation can de devastate your, your purchasing power and how inflation can work against you. So compound interest can actually work against you if you don't understand it. And that brings me to the third uh, concept that Major Carter taught me, and it's this, to be an owner of your investments, not a loaner of your money to, else, to other people. And he said this, he says, you can't just invest anywhere to get great compound returns. You must, you must become an owner of your investments rather than a loaner. And so he said this. He says there's two ways to invest. He says you can lend your money out to a, for a stipulated interest rate, such as to a, a bank, you know, put it in a savings account, buy a CD or buy government bonds. Or you can bypass these middlemen and go directly to the companies they invest in and share in their profits or their losses. You know, one of the things that I've noticed here recently, if you look back over the last 10 years and you see the average rates of return on equity for banks, it's about 8.4% based on the statistics. Well, everybody knows that if you put money into a bank today, you'll only make around one, one and a half, maybe 2% in a CD. But banks have consistently made money. And the reason they have is because they've gone and invested that money where they could get the highest returns. And so it made sense to me to bypass that middleman and become an owner of those investments versus a loaner. Well, how do we do that? Well, Major Carter explained to me that the greatest wealth creator known to man was the American Free Enterprise System. And the best way to tap into that system was to own a piece of it by investing through mutual funds. And of course, mutual funds, 
are well known to people. Back in those days, uh, in the 1970s, very few people knew what they were or how they worked. But what mutual funds actually do is pull money together and give the small investor like myself the same opportunity for returns as the big Wall Street investors. I thought that was pretty cool. And so my $50 a month went directly into a mutual fund in those days. So Walter, for the past 30 or 44 years, I've consistently become an owner of the greatest companies in America and now as well as the world, instead of a settling for a small return by being a loner. By the way, there is a misconception out there that uh, once you reach retirement age, most of our investments should go from being an owner, in other words, being in the stock market, back to being a loner. But because of longevity, we need to keep a significant amount of money in the stock market due to the fact that we have to live another, or we may live another 20 to 30 years in retirement, and we need to offset inflation. So a portion of our particular holdings should remain in the stock market, contrary to a lot of belief. So Walter, these are just three of the right things that we need to know as far as being a successful investor. And, and that's what we teach at Pathfinder. That's what we teach our clients, we teach the public. And over the next few months, I'll be sharing some other right things with our listening audience as well. Well, I know we're just scratching the surface on today's podcast and that there's going to be a lot to look forward to in future ones as well. But how do you take today's principles, the pay yourself first mentality, the compound interest mentality and being an owner, not a loner mentality on a day to day basis with your clients and with folks who come through the door to talk to you? What does that look like in you know practical terms when you start talking to somebody about retirement and about their financial future? Hmm. That's a very good question, Walter. One of the things I do is I sit down with them and I ask them, well, what do they hope to accomplish with their particular investments? And uh, many times people are a little bit mistaken. In fact, a lot of people wait till later in life. They wait till their, their late 40s, early 50s, late 50s before they start investing. And so they, they lose that time element that is so important for them to invest earlier, because if you invest earlier, you have to put away less money. So uh, one of the things that I'll, I'll ask them to do is pull out their, their 401k statement, find out uh, how much they're putting away. And I really emphasize the fact that, you know, whether the, that particular employer is matching that or not, that money you put in that account is yours. It's for your future. It's for your benefit. You must do it. You have to discipline yourself to put that money away consistently all the time. Pay yourself first. The other thing we do is we sit down and we say, okay, well, what type of investing do you want to do? Do you want to put money into a loaner situation? Do you want to put money into bonds, as an example? And so your 401k plan may be chock full of bonds that you're investing in, but is that really the wisest place to put the money? Because remember, you know, those particular companies are, are using that money. They're giving you a stipulated return. You're loaning that money to them when, in fact, you could probably do better if you were to own their stock instead. And by owning that stock over the long term, if you're talking uh, that you're in your 20s or 30s, you have 20 or 30 or, or longer, 20 or 30 years longer to basically build up that particular account for retirement. So you need to put that money away, make that money compound for you. You need to make sure that that money is working the hardest it possibly can in a prudent kind of way. And so being an owner of that investment is so important. You need to understand the concept of compound interest. And the other thing we talk about too, Walter, is this, that you know it's, it's important that you um, don't go out there and uh, buy extravagantly. You need to pay yourself first and learn to live on what you have left. So put that money aside, whatever percentage you decide on, increase it if you can, and then learn to live on the difference. I mean, these are fundamental things, but a lot of people aren't really taught these things in school. 
Um, you know, we encourage our particular clients to teach their children how compound works, compound interest works, teach their children to pay themselves first. And I think that's very important that they need to uh, communicate with their, with their own family. It's all part of finding the right path to get to and through your retirement years uh, with the team at Pathfinder Wealth Management. Those are just, again, three of the right things to know, and we'll be talking about more of those right things that you need to be aware of when it comes to preparing for your financial future over the coming months right here on the podcast. If you have question marks that surround your financial plan and you need some help and some guidance, reach out to the Pathfinder team at 815-399-9806. Again, serving you throughout the Rockford area. If you're new to the podcast, new to the team, welcome. Glad you're with us. 815-399-9806. And you can always find us online as well at pathfinderwealth.com. Phil, thanks for the guidance today and looking forward to those next right things coming up in the near future. Thank you, Walter. We appreciate it. That's Phil Gusky. I'm Walter Storholt. Thanks for tuning in. We'll talk to you again next time on the Retirement Pathfinder. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.